Hello, 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 and welcome back. Welcome back to this, the bonus part of today's FYI on mythology. And I've always been interested in mythology, but I felt like at school, like you said before, Damian, we got the tip of the iceberg. But if we can get the whole thing, the whole shebang, as we say, the big picture, well, maybe we can have a better understanding of the world we live in, our universe, and ourselves, ultimately. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's very useful. It seems like, oh, this is old stuff. It's not useful. Well, it is useful. It's super cool to to know. And and with this book, for example, you will be able to 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 spot the stars and the constellations. Uh, you will learn the mythology behind them. You will learn how the zodiac constellations are special and why they are zodiac constellations and not the others. Mm-hmm. What does what makes uh, those constellations special? Why did special? we choose the Scorpio and, and exactly. the Aquarius? Why is it Scorpio? And, right. Yeah, exactly. Why, why, is it, why did that happen? So you delve into kind of why the universe is the way it is. Yeah, yeah. And when you find out, it blows your mind. It, you say, oh my God, the whole time. Well, dude, you've been telling me about this book for maybe a year, you know, before you, yeah. you released it. And I, it blew my mind. I came home and paraphrased in my own words <laughs> some of what you told me to my wife, and it blew her mind, and she goes, when is the book coming out? <laughs> and I've even gotten on Instagram, on Twitter, what I have gotten people saying, what's the name of that book? Where can I get it? You know, the one you mentioned. So congratulations, because you really do have an original idea, and I don't think it's been done. Somebody, okay, there are a lot of astrology books there are a lot of books about mythology there are a lot of books about roman and greek tragic whatever but you kind of took it all and put it together to solve the puzzle exactly that's that's the goal to solve the puzzle because if you study something uh, at depth uh, maybe you get bored in depth in In depth depth, Mm -hmm. maybe you get bored and and you quit but if you have like the basics of everything and you get to see a little bit of the big picture Mm-hmm. Then you go come again and you study a little bit more and you see uh, with more definition sure. how the picture is. Uh, you, you're, you're doing it in a cool way. You're doing it in a fun way. So that's the goal. Uh, have fun by studying and you're going to learn so much. And I think, dude, you know, if you're meeting people, making friends, this is interesting conversation starter. Okay, after Como Te Llamas, you know, once... But if you you start talking about the stars with somebody, yeah. I mean, what better way to strike up a conversation? Esto es entablar, I think you say. Yeah. To strike up a conversation mm-hmm. than to say, oh, did you know? Well, see that star? over That's Saturn. What? Yeah. yeah. How did you know that? Well, are you an astrologer? No. Are you an astronomer? No. <laughs> are you ooh, a Greek? Did you, did you study Greek mythology? No. But mm-hmm. my book has all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you sell them a book. <laughs> no, I'm and joking. It's, and it's so cool, especially for the, for the kids. When you're with your nephew or oh, something, sure. wow, that they flip out. Imagine back in the day there was no TV. Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They in the night they would go out, they would watch the stars, mm-hmm. and people would tell other people about the myths. Well, this, it's called stargazing. Stargazing, you yeah. Gaze, mm-hmm. right? De hecho, es también ir a Hollywood e intentar ver famosos. And those, in otro aspecto, yeah, stargazing. stargazing, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, in fact, when you uh, when you learn the mythology behind the constellations, you realize how the stories are made 
for you to remember the position of the stars is not just because it's not randomly it's not random it's Ptolemaeus who did it in in Alexandria 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 well in Alexandria uh, you know after Alexander the Great mm -hmm. died uh, Ptolemaeus was one of his generals he took over Egypt and he created this Ptolemy but ya que estamos Ptolemy and Egypt Okay, Ptolemy, son, eh, son, Egypt. Son palabras que siempre digo que estas palabras se reconocen, pero luego mm. son difíciles porque las pronunciamos diferentes. You always tend to say Egypt. It's in there's no well, Egypt or chaos, chaos. Mm. O sea, son palabras y las ves escritas y dices, yo sé qué dice, pero vete a pronunciarlas. Yeah, yeah difficult. It's very difficult. So, yes, that's the guy who created the whole thing. He translated uh, the Babylonian zodiac and the Babylonian way of seeing the stars to Greek. So he adapted the Greek mythology to the Babylonian mythology and he changed it. And this is created for you to remember and it's easier when you know the story. So that's why you need to know the myths. So are you saying, because what I'm getting a theme here, a recurring theme, we're all copycats. All the Somos time. Todos unos copiones. Le ponemos nuestro colorcillo, pero... Everything's copy a copy. Cats. <laughs> Everything's a copy from Greece. Everything. But that's kind of cool, though, too, because that means these traditions, while adapted, have been passed down, nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, Dele yeah. Delega how do you say? It? Passed down from generation Pasan to generation. generación a generación. Yeah. 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 Uh, at the beginning, it was an oral tradition, but now we have books and we can... We can learn and from that. Now we do it in video and, and everything Marvel changes. Marvel Universe. <laughs> well, Marvel Universe is all based on superheroes. Let's talk about that. Let's okay. talk about how it relates to modern day. And then I want to talk a little bit more about the days of the week. Okay. And I want to talk about the months as well. Okay. But let's let's go with Marvel. Let's go into the movies. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's begin by... But this uh, Marvel copies everything, but DC doesn't even pretend that they're not copying. So uh, if you go They're to like Flash, copy paste, <laughs> copy and paste, totally. You, you go Flash, for example, that the mm -hmm. quick superhero, right? Mm -hmm. He's based obviously on Hermes. I mean, Mercury is the mm -hmm. same, uh, the same god, the messenger of gods. That uh, of gods, he's very quick, uh, blah blah blah. And if you take a look at the first Flash, the first design of Flash, mm -hmm. it's just the same. He has the same helmet with wings and the sandals with wings too. Mm -hmm. It's the same character, and they, sure. then they changed it a little bit. They look strikingly similar. <laughs> and totally. <laughs> Suspiciously <laughs> similar. It go to, uh, to Diana, uh, the um, Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, her name is Diana, right? Sure. Well, Diana... That's why I married her. Oh, oh no, that, not that one. Not, <laughs> not that, that one. <laughs> Diana is uh, the goddess of hunting, Oh, and right. she's Artemis for the Greeks, Diana for the Romans. Right. And she's an Amazon, and Diana was the goddess of Amazons. They they all served them. So she works for Jeff Bezos? <laughs> yeah. Or Jeff Bezos works for her, really? <laughs> they, they will bring you uh, uh, packs. Pa pa they, they'll, bring them, they'll bring them with drones, if you want. No. <laughs> totally. Sure. So, yeah, everything is copied. Uh, Aquaman, come on. Aquaman, come on. Neptune? It's his Neptune, of Hello. course. Hello. <laughs> uh, or Poseidon. Poseidon. Right. Uh, hey, I know a few things. Yeah, down yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Poseidon. Es que me sé mis fuentes en Madrid. If you, if you go to, the, to Namor, for example, Namor is the Marvel Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't wear a beard, right? But mm -hmm. but in 
in the DC superhero now. He has the same look as Poseidon. He has the long beard. Right. Well, if it muscles. works, why, you know, again, they're copying it because it works. As you yeah. said, these stories were thought up um, to be addictive, to be, you know, to have people saying, so then what happened? Hmm. So, oh, his son, his own son. I, you know, there's stories that give meaning to the universe, to everything, but they also entertain us. Totally, and not only entertaining, because if you realize we don't believe in God anymore, right? Nobody believes in God anymore. Even except my Catholics, mother. <laughs> well, but even Catholics are not believing for real. You know, when when they have a problem, they don't go to a priest. What they do is going to a, psychologi a psychologist or they talk to a friend, right? Sure, sure. So everything has changed. No, but nobody's rushing to confession these days. Not at all. Uh, but at the same time, human beings, uh, we are. In, in our DNA, in our DNA, it, we have the need of believing. So what we've done is translating those gods to superheroes. Right. And we adore them. Mm -hmm. We go to the movies and we have figures of them and we put them at home. So in the end, we're doing People the same. People pay, I mean, for the original Marvel comic of Lo Que Sea, yeah. thousands, thousands. maybe millions. Original drawing by Stan Lee. You know, we're talking yeah. about... A whole culture that has been a business, I should say, more than a culture yeah. around these gods. Huh? And some people don't even realize it, <laughs> that they're reselling us and repackaging stories that have already been told. Okay, cool special effects, great trailers and all that stuff, awesome actors, but it's the same story over and over. Over and over. In fact, I, I forgot to tell you about Mercury. Uh, when you go to Marvel, they have the same character. This is a quick guy that runs a lot. Uh, his name is Quicksilver. Quicksilver, if you translate it, it would be Plata Rápida. Claro. Plata Rápida is the an old-fashioned way to call Mercury. Ah, claro, porque parece plata y se mueve. It's the same. It's it makes always sense. the same. It makes sense. <laughs> it's just another way of saying Mercury. So in the end, everything. And my favorite, Superman. I know that's your favorite, but tell me about the connection. <laughs> the connection is amazing. Superman is based on Jesus Christ. Get the front door. <laughs> get the shut, front door. Shut the front door. I was ah. going to say, get the F out of here. Shut the front door. <laughs> totally, dude. And, and at the beginning, it's like, no way, Jose. But think about it. Uh, Superman has three forms. Right. Uh, Clark Kent. Clark Kent, Superman. And uh, Kal-El. Kal-El on his planet, sure. Exactly. So he has three different forms, just like Jesus Christ. The Trinity. The Trinity, el Padre, el Hijo, and the Espíritu Spirit, Santo. Yeah. How do you Father, say Father, Son, English? and Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost. Es un fantasma santo. Sí, sí, bueno. <laughs> fantasma yeah, es un espíritu, ¿no? Un espíritu, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, he comes from the sky <laughs> to save us all. He descends, or he, he comes descends. from, yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good word. Right. <laughs> uh, do you remember when Superman... Uh, got like stressed and he had to go to the solitude uh, cave. Oh, yeah, when he would yeah. get overwhelmed and yeah, yeah, sure. So he went to the North Pole mm -hmm. in a cave full of ice mm. where he, he could speak to his father. Right. Do you remember? I do remember. And sure. the face of his father would appear. It was like a vision. Would, yeah. yeah, like a vision, exactly. It's like a hologram. Exactly. And you know what? Jesus Christ did exactly the same. At times he got overwhelmed and he went to, to a cave that is that's called Eremos. Okay. A Cueva de Eremos. That's why we say an Eremita. Ah. Ermitaño. Ermita. 
right? A hermit, we say. La palabra es igual en inglés, a hermit. hermit. Exactly, because it comes from Eremos, the, the cave of Eremos. And he's, he would spend a lot of time there uh, speaking to God, to his father, mm -hmm. and meditating and thinking about stuff. So it's the same. Now, think yeah, about the this. Reflection, the reflection, the father connection. Mm -hmm. uh, another one. Uh, his Kryptonian name, Kal El, means... In Hebrews, in Hebreo, in Hebrew. uh, it means la voz de Dios, God's oh voice. Oh my God. <laughs> But not only and that. And there it is right in front of our faces. <laughs> yeah. It could have slapped me. Totally. Not only that, Jorel, uh, Superman's father, mm -hmm. Kalel's father, Jorel means Godfather. Oh my God. <laughs> We are demystifying Superman over It's here. crazy, huh? Dude, this is crazy because these are all, I mean, the gods we know and we know the stories. But I think what people have not done and what you've figured out a way to do here is connect them. Exactly. You connect stuff and you realize how everything is connected and it's beautiful. La expresión en inglés es como este juego de niños. Uno, dos. Mm. Connect the dots. Connect the dots, yeah. It's, it's a bit more complicated, but at the end, there's the same result. You, you will get the whole picture. And the dots are the stars in this case. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there are plenty. Of, and, and what about Goku, Son Goku? Do you know, I know you. Goku? I know. Not really, because it wasn't too big, but I, yeah. of course I know who Goku is. Yeah, I love It. But in the States, Dragon, it's Dragon Ball. Right? Yeah. Tell me about Goku, because I know our listeners right now are definitely Goku fans. Because Goku was not based on Jesus Christ directly, but he's based on Superman. It's a copy. Ah. So in the end, it's the same. He's an alien that comes to Earth. He comes from the sky to save us all. He dies, well, just like Superman. Do you remember the death of Superman? Mm -hmm. he, uh, there's this huge comic book when he dies, and his enemy... The name of the rival is Doomsday. Do, la muerte, la perdición. Doom. Is that el día del juicio final? Yeah, Doomsday, sure. It's the same as for Jesus. Oh, it's, my it's the same. God. El día del juicio is religion. And this was all done on purpose. Everything. Everything's uh, on purpose. No, nobody, they weren't just like, well, let's tell a story. They're like, let's make it a parallel to something that's been passed down or, um, you know, astronomy, astro mm -hmm. you know, something that has to do with the world we live in. Because if you want something to succeed, you, well, you have to connect it to the past. Right. That's when it succeeds because you may, you may don't realize about it. You may not. You may not realize about it, but it's working inside your body. Right. There's something that connects with the past and you like it. Sure. It's But, like, the, you know, I, I think about it with Greek tragedy, speaking mm -hmm. of, you know, hubris, that excessive pride. That's not just Greek tragedy. Go to Shakespeare, Victorian... You know, excessive pride is the fall of every major character from Scarface, Al Pacino. Yeah. It's like, okay, I want more. I want more. I want, until it's like, okay, now is when the downfall. And th these are stories that are retold. I'm sure you have a Star Wars connection in there too, because Star Wars is a story directly about the universe. But I've, I remember listening to a podcast too, where they connected the story of Star Wars directly mm. to this mythology and totally. different mythology. So, so many things that we see, uh, so much of our pop culture is based on this and we don't even realize it. Yeah, but everything, everything is connected. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, what more superhero? If you go to Marvel, mm -hmm. let's, for example, let's, let's take a look at Marvel. The X-Men are all based on superheroes. Oh, really? All of them. Uh, for example, uh, Cyclops, 
Cyclops. The, the name is a Cyclops. That it comes from the Odyssey. Right. When Odysseus mm -hmm. finds this giant with an well, with one eye, mm -hmm. a, cy a Cyclops, uh, Polyphemus mm -hmm. was the name. Well, that's a very well-known story. And as he has only one eye with this visor for him to, to throw those uh, laser beams, mm -hmm. uh, is kind of the same. That's why we call it a Cyclops. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, Colossus. Colossus, which is, you'll see that even roller coasters, Montañas Rusas, se llaman Colossus. Colossus, if it's big, you call it Colossus. Right. And it comes from the Colossus of Rhodes. And think of the Colosseum. Colosseum. I mean, if you start to think about it, it all, all the puzzle pieces fit. It means big, right? Mm -hmm. It's giant, like Magnum. Sure. Uh, so Colossus based on the Colossus of Rhodes. Do you remember that big statue that there used to be in the island of Rhodes? Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, that if you if you take a look at the at that statue, you will realize how the Statue of Liberty is just the same. De hecho, el, I think the name of the poem, el poema, is called Colossus. Oh yeah, or it's called I think Colossus no Guiding way. America. Te lo juro, oh, por Dios, go for it. Tío. You have to search tú sigue, that for tú me. Sigue. Yo voy a buscarlo. Yeah. Colossus Guiding America, well, something like okay, this. Okay, I'll go on. Mm. The, that statue of of uh, the Colossus of Rhodes, uh, it's um, it's based on one god that it's Helios. Uh, do you know Helios is the god of the sun? Oh, yeah, he. Heliocentric. Heliocentric, exactly. <laughs> que giras en torno al sol. Es que todo está ahí delante. <laughs> Everything. Uh, so, Helios um, y el helio. El helio. Uh, helium. Helium is that name is because the first time they found it, it was looking at the sun. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Uh, and uh, so, this, this culture had rays of sun uh, coming out of his head. Oh, wow. Just like the Statue of Liberty, as you can see. And he had a torch in his hand, putting it up, lightning, enlightening the humanity. Lighting, lightning. Lightning the humanity. Sure, sure. So no, she's about, her symbol is enlightenment. It's freedom. And what I told you, about, I knew I recognized something about Colossus. There's a poem wow. that's written, and it's at the Statue of Liberty's feet. And it's a famous poem. And, and most Americans know just this one line. I'll give you the one line. Yeah. It's called The New Colossus, hmm. and it's by 19th century poet Emma Lazarus. And these are the words that lie at the Statue of Liberty's feet. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Wow. It's called The New Colossus, the poem and the statue herself. And this is very spiritual, huh? It sounds like Jesus Christ. And right? there are seven, I mean, if you look into the symbology behind the Statue of Liberty alone, it'll blow your mind. It will. It's connected to everything that you're talking about here. Totally. It's like the biggest symbol ever, right? Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I mean, uh, the, the Colossus of Rhodes was the symbol uh, back in the day. Mm -hmm. It was the, the statue of the world. Mm -hmm. It was super, super famous. Mm -hmm. And when you, when, when you take a look at the Statue of Liberty, it's amazing. Huh? Now, the difference is that she's a woman. And she's holding a book, right? Uh, I don't know what she's holding. She has a um, yes, a tablet or a, something. A book. It's like the tablet, the table of the law, right? Mm -hmm. Of and Moses. then she has chains at her feet that she's breaking free from. Nice, yeah, because she's the Statue of Liberty. Because it she is a statue, a gift from the French. There's an episode of FYI on the Statue of Liberty, and you'll find 
that there are even some ties to uh, what are the ones from the Da Vinci Code? I can't think of the name now. Um, the Freemasons. Oh yeah, you yeah. will find Freemasons. Now Freemasons love symbols. Do they use a lot of these symbols in their buildings? In their everywhere, everywhere. And yeah, the Illuminati. We call them the right? Illuminati. The Freemasons. That's why the Statue of Liberty. It's connected to Illuminati because it's about the Enlightenment. Yeah, uh, all the Illuminati in the world. Yeah, sure. Because in the end, uh, Illuminati comes from Lucifer. Lucifer is the one that brings light. He was an angel. He That's crazy. The... Claro, Luce, Luth, Lucifer. Are you? Damian, <laughs> stop blowing my mind here. It is crazy, isn't it? Full name of Statue of Liberty. Liberty enlightening the world. That's the word. Exactly. It's, it's bringing light. So some people are, are being accused of adoring, uh, of worshipping uh, the devil. But for them, I guess, it's not adoring the devil, but just not supporting the Jesus Christ religion. Uh, I mean, it's like, okay, you you imposed Christianism, but I, I support the former one. Right, Christianity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before Christ, there were other religions sure. and, and, and saying, for example, Apollo. Mm. Apollo was a god that is solar too, just like Jesus Christ. He was excellent in Rocky Three. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, not that one. <laughs> but he was enlightening anyway. So his, was, his punches were lightning fast. <laughs> <laughs> and so the um, this thing, Apollo and and so many other gods like Ra and stuff, mm -hmm. they are solar gods. And sure. Jesus Christ is a solar god. In fact, if you realize, they share the same day. Domenica, Domingo, Sunday, the day of the sun. Right, right. So uh, it's like Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ took over the Sunday. Mm -hmm. and he, well, Christianity spread with yeah. Constantinople. I mean, it became the, the religion, but it, it was, incorporated all those other elements. Exactly, it. because it was Helios Day. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was Helios Day. Then it was Sol Day because the Sol, the name of the Sol, mm -hmm. it was not just because it's a, it's a, it's a god. Mm -hmm. So Sol was uh, the god the Latins gave for Helio. Okay. So that's why we call it Sol or Suna for the for English. Mm -hmm. It was a, she was a goddess, not a man. She was a oh. she was a woman. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that maybe that's why the Statue of Liberty is a woman. Because yep. you're connecting with the f femininity of the sun. Yeah. See? I'm sure. For and us, I, it's a man. What I remember hearing, too, that back then in these days, Greek, Roman days, there was more reverence, I guess, towards the female entity totally. than the male. And so the female gods were more powerful in some yeah. sense. Yeah, because if you're saying that the sun is a man, well, now everything that, it, that matters is about men. But back in the day, women were all over the place. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It, the, they were the very goddesses, important. as we say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we may we may go back to the days if you want, yeah, and I'll tell you about the mystery. Let's do that because we're running out of time, and I, and I okay. want to get to everything. So let's let's recap a little bit about the days and how we got the days wrong. Okay. I want to look at the months a little bit too, and then I want you to give me one of your favorite fun facts from okay. the book. Okay, let's go for it. So, uh, as we were saying before, uh, the days of the week are connected in mm -hmm. the Latin week and the English week mm -hmm. because they are doing the same way of thinking. Mm -hmm. uh, they are planets, so and those planets are gods. So, we have the sun for Sunday and the moon for Monday. And we have the same, Jesus Christ for Domenica, Domingo, and la luna for, for el lunes. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so it's the same thing. Then we have the God of War Mars for Marte, and we have the God of War Tui for Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Then we have Mercury uh, in Mercurio, Mercoledi, Mercoledi, Mercoledi. It's always Mercury in French. In so we're learning Everywhere. not just English today. We're learning Latin, <laughs> Latin in general. And it's all we, Greek to me. <laughs> me suena a chino. Nice Ooh, that yeah. was a nice one. <laughs> and um, and but we have Odin's Day for Wednesday, and mm -hmm. that's where I said, okay, this is wrong. So as far as I'm concerned, Mercury is not uh, the equivalent for Odin. They have nothing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, so my theory is that Odin connects much better with Saturn. Okay. They are both are old men mm -hmm. with long beards. Okay, uh, so that that's a connection. They look right? alike. They look alike. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are old ancient gods, mm -hmm. not the new ones like G G uh, Zeus or or Britney Thor. Spears. Those are the new ones. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but then if you connect, if you try to to compare, what kind of god is Odin? He's the god of death. Mm -hmm. He's the god of wisdom. He lost okay. an eye for it, just like Ra. Ra also lost. Oh, a, okay. So uh, they, it's nine. interesting. There's a there's a theme of losing a limb or a part of your body. You have to sacrifice if you want to be Re a god. Remember dude. the hand, the yeah, an eye. We're seeing another pattern. There's well, so many patterns. Look at Jesus Christ. He sacrificed his he sacrificed himself. For, yeah. Son. That's like Superman did. Right. Sure, okay. Sure. So. Uh, when you take a look at Saturn, he's the god of, of the crop, mm -hmm. the cosecha, mm -hmm. and he's the god of time. So at the beginning, they don't look alike. Mm -hmm. But if you realize, he is always wearing um, oath. Uh, he's holding mm -hmm. a sickle? A sickle, it? exactly. A sickle. He's, he's holding, holding a sickle. Mm -hmm. uh, because he's the god of crops. Mm -hmm. It's normal for him to have uh, a sickle. But if you take a look at the pictures, you will see that it's not precisely... A sickle. It's not a sickle exactly. It's a bigger than that. And I know somebody else who carries a sickle. Yeah. And you better run if you see him. Exactly. The death. Yeah. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. The Grim Reaper. Exactly. La guadaña. No es una sino una guadaña lo que so lleva. So they lied to us. Don't trust him with his, with his <laughs> uh, sickle. So in the end, it is connected. And the symbol of Saturn is uh, a crow. A crow. Okay. A crow. Mm. And... And Odin was always surrounded by two crows that would mm, that, that would give him information about everyone. They were because, his eyes and ears, como se dice. Yeah, because you know what? Uh, both of them uh, are connected to winter. Oh. They would, they both would come. Uh, uh, Odin, it, it was like uh, Father Christmas. It mm -hmm. was like Santa Claus. He came in Christmas and he would give you presents. Right. So the crow, the crows were the ones who would take a look. Uh, through the chimney, mm -hmm. and they will look if you were behaving. If you were behaving, oh, they were Odin, checking up on you. Yeah, they will check up. They check up on you, mm -hmm. and uh, Odin would give you uh, a, a present treat or something. Exactly. Sure, sure. And, and Saturnalia was in December too. Saturnalia was one of the original. Uh, I, I remember because we've done guys, you know, on the podcast, uh, we've done episodes on Halloween and Christmas, and there's one thing mm -hmm. they all have in common. Crops, 
crops totally. It's all about the crops. Everybody and wants to eat. It's about the crops. It's about the winter the that harvest, is coming. Yeah, it's about how and the solstices. The solstice. Mm -hmm. The solstice. Uh, you're celebrating that is the end of the crops and mm -hmm. winter is coming so you have to get ready. Oktoberfest. And in Saturnalia it was very common to change to exchange uh, gifts. Okay. Uh, and they had pine trees all over the place mm -hmm. to the uh, for decoration evergreen perennes evergreen mm -hmm. exactly and, and in in england too uh, the nordic sure. ones had the same had the the hydra hydraxil mm -hmm. it's uh, it's this special tree of wisdom or something right. about them okay so in the end it's like okay you're super connected so saturnalia it's around the holiday around our christmas now yeah exchanging gifts hmm. it's <laughs> the same so they are sharing so many things that it, for me it's obvious that saturn and odin are the same character okay mm -hmm. so as far as i'm concerned what we have to do is get rid of saturday because saturday oh, belongs no. to the latin week okay all right okay <laughs> and we take wednesday to the place of saturday so okay so we still get that day yeah you still okay. get the day wednesday you don't get rid of it but you just change the place you change the order okay but you get rid of saturday i'm sorry saturday has to come back to the latin week oh man because we're missing him it's ours okay <laughs> and he's uh, he's jupiter's father okay uh, and it's normal that it's placed in there after him because there is an order a family order in sure. the week if you realize um the sun the moon Mars and Mercury are Jupiter's sons. Okay. Ah, okay. Venus is uh, is older than Zeus, but it's her sis is his sister. So it's the pecking order. The, the there's an order. Wow. And Saturn would be the next one because he's both uh, uh, his no his Saturn's his Venus's brother. It's a lot of stuff to remember. Yeah, I'm hey, sorry, it's no, complicated. Hey, I, I couldn't do it. I give you yeah. a lot of credit. <laughs> so Saturn is Zeus' father or Jupiter's father, mm. and he's Venus's brother. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's the but he's older than her. Okay. That's why he's after her. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that would be the end of the week because you remember you have to start the week on. Uh, Sunday. Okay. okay. Right, right, yeah. Well, in the American calendars, we do it. Okay. So now it has an order. But now we're missing one day. What should we do with, with Wednesday? Well, we have to look. Uh, in, in English, the theme was odd man out. El que no encaja, el que no, no sabemos dónde ponerle. Exactly. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a spot mm -hmm. we, have, we need to fill. So we have to, we need to check if, there, if it exists a Nordic God that would be as Mercury, the messenger of gods, mm -hmm. okay? Mercury is Hermes for the Greeks, okay? Mm -hmm. So we need to, to find that characteristic, the messenger of gods. And you know what? There is one. Are you there, serious? Yeah, it's Thor's brother. Thor's brother? His name is Hermod. Hermod is the same as Hermes. Claro. And he's the he's the messenger of Cambiamos gods. Dos letras, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So from now on, what we should have is Monday, Tuesday, Herm Day, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, and Sunday. That would be the perfect English week 
from now on. Guys, talk to your bosses. Talk to the Human Resources Department. Tom, we are going to flip the script. Le vamos a dar la vuelta a la tortilla aquí. This is fascinating stuff. And Damian, as I said, I was just going to say, you could write a book about this. You have a book. It's called, Oh My God, La Mitología Que No Sabías Que Sabías. It's available. Do you remember the expression? Oh, let's see if I remember. Mm. When, wherever books are sold. Or wherever something. fine books. Wherever speech. fine books are sold. Esa es la frase. <laughs> wherever fine books are sold. All right. Well, um, you've, we found a way that we can fix this up here. But we've gotten a lot of knowledge from you, a lot of wisdom today. But now I wanted to pick your brain before we say goodbye as a language learner. Okay. As somebody who didn't speak much English, you can tell us your story yourself. And now, not only do you speak English, but you felt comfortable doing a one-hour podcast, a half an hour and a half hour, totally confident and comfortable. And we weren't talking about the weather. We were talking about deep stuff. So my question is, what advice can you give to our listeners who are also language learners so they can get to your level where you've gotten to? And congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, dude. Well, I, I've had the, the best teacher ever. That's you. <laughs> I didn't pay so. him to say that. Guys. That was not planned. <laughs> but no, come on. If, if, I, I always encourage people to, to listen to you and your podcast. You always have fun. In fact, if you remember, uh, the way I learned, I started learning English was by watching Bon TV and I started seeing you that I, I loved your show. Mm -hmm. And suddenly someone comes after two or three years watching your shows, someone comes in an Armigero from production and production production. Right? And they're like, hey, someone from Bon TV wants an interview with you guys. And I'm like, tell me it's Alberto Alonso, please. Because if not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, precisely. It is Alberto Alonso. And I'm yeah, yes, sir. And well, they told me that you asked for me by name. And I said, oh, well, that, then I'm going to prepare this really nicely. <laughs> in fact, it was pretty cool. So we had a good time in the interview. I could show off a little bit about what I've I had learned mm -hmm. uh, at that moment. And, but I told you after that, I told you, hey, dude, let's have a beer. I want to be friends with you. It's the first time I, I say that sentence. But and, and we didn't have a beer. We had a mojito. It was in uh, Wank Square, Plaza de la Paja, <laughs> um, in La Latina. And I remember yeah. it very well because uh, we clicked, as we say totally. in English. We hit it off. And you know what? One thing I think we've always had in common besides the mojitos and our love of traveling and, <laughs> you know, the finer things in life, um, our curiosity. Yeah, I think totally. that's something that has uh, brought us together as friends. The fact that we're always asking why and we're just avid learners. We're, yeah. we're constantly learning things and curious. And I think that's the secret. If you're curious, if you wake up every day and you just make it a goal to learn one thing. Who knows? You might learn even 10, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but you gotta, you gotta have that eagerness, that passion, as you said before, to ask yourself what, you know, what mm. if, why all those questions, how, mm. where, when, how, and you'll find that sometimes things kind of fit into place. And you know, something cool, if you want to learn English is to think about what happened in your brain when you learned something new, it's like, Am I learning it because I understand it or just because I, I have memory? So if you try to understand what happened, uh, it helps you to sink it in. Uh, yeah. Para que se te quede forever. Yeah, it helps it sink in. To yeah. sink in. Mm -hmm. So, for example, let's I, I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. uh, something very difficult for Spanish people to, to be learned. Uh, tarde 10 minutos en llegar. Okay? 
It took me 10 minutes to arrive. Mm. And it doesn't make any He sense. He oído todo. It took to me exactly. to arrive 10 minutes. Mm. Todo menos esa. Porque tardé 10 minutos is not translatable uh, to English. But if you think South American, mm -hmm. me tomó 10 minutos llegar a la estación. Sure. The, suddenly, it makes sense. It took me. Me right. tomó. You got to find, the, as you just did in the book here, find the connections. Uh, eh, tengo hambre, no? Estoy hambriento. Yeah, exactly. Estoy hambriento. I'm voy, a, voy a ordenar una hamburguesa. Uh, you have to think that way and it will help you. It's much easier. Um, and I think another thing, too, is something you've done and allow me to, to butt in here, but you've exposed yourself to English every chance you've gotten. Yeah. You know, you know something I realized the other day? Uh, People in Spain always have trouble with uh, the the I've I have gone to the market mm -hmm. right because when do I have to use it is because what they say is like when the action is finished and that's something we don't get right. we don't get it mm -hmm. we don't know but the other day I realized how this verb is called present perfect mm -hmm. not past perfect right. but present perfect sure sure and that changes all sure and that's that kind of stuff like. That's where you want makes to focus. It, click. Yeah, the focus it, sure. it is a present in the end because mm -hmm. it's like I've known Alberto for 10 years. Because you're continuing to do that. Exactly. That's the thing. It started in the past, but it's ongoing. And in you, if you translate it, you go to a present. Conozco a Alberto desde hace 10 años. Está. It's no he conocido. Yo conozco a Alberto desde hace 10 años. I have known him for 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thinking every student should do. To reflect, to reflect a little bit mm -hmm. about what is going on. Where can I find a hook to get hitched? Yeah, yeah, sure. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what you want, to, to fix stuff by thinking about it. And, and that's, what, that's what I love doing. And give it your own, you know, you gotta, you, you're the one who has to remember. Not me, not him, not her. So if it helps you to remember the phrase, my very educated mother just swam under nine planets... Well, then guess what? You've got the planets. Exactly. But if it doesn't help you, try another one. Try that another one that you. works for you. Yeah. And my last question, tell us a little bit about Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> Perdona, tío. I had to do it. Es que hasta lo apunté y todo. It's like Uranus joke coming in in three, well, two, one. I think if there's one thing we found here today in the show is that Damian is much more mature than I am. <laughs> I've been making silly jokes, stupid Only when jokes. speaking about mythology, because I need to focus and concentrate to, to be able to speak English about such difficult topic. But if you want, I'm coming back and we do this too, the most stupid show you want. <laughs> Guys, if you didn't catch the joke, it's a stupid, childish joke. It's sophomoric humor, but that's, what, that's my specialty. Um, and it's Uranus es Urano, pero Uranus es tu ano. Tu ano, my también. favorite planet. So I think that's a, a good way to end the show there with a little, <laughs> nice. a little humor. But guys, you'll find so much more. And one of the great things about this book, oh my God, is Damian has illustrated the book, which, as I said, you, when you got that visual aid, esa ayuda yeah. and visual, it helps so much too. To, it's like a comic book, to be honest. That, that's the look it, it, the book has. It's, it's like a comic book uh, and it will remind you Marvel and DC Comics mm. for you to, to connect it with, with things that you know already. And it's a page turner, como se dice. <laughs> que no vas a dejar de pasar las páginas porque no lo puedes dejar. So, guys, that's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, Damian. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, thank you to the rest of you for tuning in to today's episode of FYI.